0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider Credential, member of the media editor over at lockedonpelicans.com, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday after a holiday yesterday. Hope you enjoyed the time off. Back at it because we've got a lot of Pelicans news we've got to cover today. Darius Miller out for the year. What does that mean for this team? We also might take a quick look at DeMarcus Cousins, that situation going on, as well as the trio of rookies for your New Orleans Pelicans taken in all of Louisiana Sports. Pretty cool story right there. Let's dive into it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So let's jump into the big news of last week, and that's Darius Miller ruptured his right Achilles and is going to likely be out for the entirety of the season. Miller, you'll remember, was signed to a two-year deal this offseason worth a little over $14 million. Second year's unguaranteed, so it's basically a team option that they can waive or most likely be used to trade Darius Miller. $7 million, $7.5 million is more than we thought he was worth out there on the open market in free agency, despite there maybe being a lack of wings, even though he's more of a front court guy at that position, so there's some value there for him, but given his production, which has been admirable at times, it's more than we thought he was going to get. However, the Pelicans were able to re-sign him going over the cap to do so, and basically what this means is they can include that $7 million, along with someone else, to maybe bring back more money in a trade during the regular season. Just kind of a way to basically be a salary uh, counterbalance in all of this. It's a smart move, and you've got to spend that money. you got to spend the money. You could do worse than just do this, and if you, know, you don't end up trading him, you end up just letting him expire. You don't bring him back next year after you waive him, and problem solved. That's what we kind of assumed was going to happen. Well, that might go out the window a little bit now, since he did undergo success successful surgery to repair that ruptured right Achilles tendon now this means a couple of things for the Pels they're thin on the wing a little bit you do have Brandon Ingram you can maybe put J.J. Redick or Drew Holiday out there each one more as well but I think the Pelicans didn't want to do that however I think they viewed Darius Miller and most of us view Darius Miller more as a four than a three that stretch four that you can put along Zion Williamson and at least space the court a little bit better for him when you try small ball lineups with Zion at the five now that he's out, who's going to kind of be the beneficiary of that? And it's most likely going to be Niccolo Melli, who we don't really know much about, but is a pretty good shooting big, at least in Europe. The Pelicans signed him to a two-year deal, and I think it shows that they have a lot of confidence in him. They're going to bring him in. Probably he gets the majority of the minutes that Darius Miller was going to be getting, which we don't even know how many of those were to begin with. If Darius Miller is getting 30 minutes per game for the Pelicans, that was going to be a problem for them this year, and it means the season's going well, or they're just not not a good team so while this sucks and it sucks for Darius who by all accounts is just kind of a good dude it's not the end of the world for New Orleans I don't think so overall sucks but hey, what can you do? And we can see maybe some of these uh, injuries already creeping up, which is just unfortunate. He got this playing three-on-three. Miller averaged 25.5 minutes per game last year, 8.2 points. He did do uh, a pretty good job shooting the ball, 36.5%. The year before that, he was even better, taking almost uh, a little over five attempts per game. So he's got some numbers in there, and that's volume that you need to replace. Melly's likely going to be the other guy. But what if New Orleans wants to go out and sign someone else what do they do now so this team is likely already carrying a full roster of 15 14 guys kind of depending on where you're going to be with things and I don't think they're going to do anything they can apply and be granted a disabled player exception that's going to be 3.625 million dollars it's 50% of Darius Miller's salary basically and we assume they'll at least apply for that because this is likely going to be keeping them out all year long you have to have an be a doctor, be like, yes, he's going to be out. So that's not a big deal. So that's okay. The issue is They're probably not going to use it because if you apply and get granted a disabled player exception, you do not get a roster spot that goes with it. And with the Pelicans kind of already maxed out on that, I don't necessarily see them cutting a guy to make up for the minutes that Darius Miller is going to lose and bring someone in. So this is likely much ado about nothing. It's just an injury. He's going to be out for the year and that's just kind of that. But they do have some more money that allows them to go over the cap and sign someone. So you at least have that option if maybe one of these guys in January or so you decide you want to move on from. Again, most of these don't get used. I think something like only 30% of disabled player exceptions get used throughout the year, likely because those teams have a full roster already. They're not carrying extra roster spots. There has been some rumored interest, which is kind of funny to me, uh, of the Pelicans in Joe Johnson. There was a picture of him and Alvin Gentry and David Griffin at the Big Three event they had here, the playoffs for that league, in New Orleans two weeks ago. Joe Johnson, ISO Joe, formerly, uh, most you'll most likely remember him from the Hawks before that, the Suns, and then the Brooklyn Nets, and it's a go-to scorer. A guy who can go out and get you buckets, but he's 38 years old, likely not really going to make a big impact in the NBA, though he's trying to get back in there, and I don't think the Pelicans want to waive anyone to bring him in, but kind of cool to see. Um, it'd be fun to have him on the team, I'll certainly tell you that. He'd probably sign for $3.625 million. Uh, he won the MVP and the league by the way, in the big three, but... I don't think it's a guy that the Pelicans want to cut anyone for, and I think that's kind of the big issue here with this Darius Miller injury. The, uh, the disabled player exception does not give you a roster spot. That's kind of the big thing. So, also, if you trade Darius Miller, which you could still do potentially, you lose that disabled player exception as well, so that could potentially become an issue too. Should the Pelicans sign someone they don't really want with that, and then you trade them and lose it, and then it kind of all is weird. Um, or then you won't be able to sign Someone after it. Sorry, if they use it, it's okay. So I think that's kind of where they stand with this. He's still likely to be traded. On the concept of insurance on this stuff, the Pelicans might be paying his salary. The NBA gives you a policy that lets you basically pick five guys through some criteria that will cover their salary or the majority of their salary should they get injured and they're out for the year. This doesn't really matter to us, it doesn't really matter to the on court stuff. Either and if they do trade him and his salary is covered, then the team getting him. Doesn't really pay that. That can be a bonus, and that's maybe why it makes him a little bit easier to trade, even if he is injured. Problem is, we don't know if it's covered. And it's, uh, I was talking with Ryan Schwan of Bourbon Street Shots on Twitter about this. The league covers five. We don't know if the team picks up insurance policies on the rest of them. It sounds smart. I don't know if you can do that or if a place would insure that. That's kind of a big question mark. So we don't know if Darius Miller's is covered. That could potentially be a bit of a complication in all of this as well. So there you have it Darius Miller out for the year likely not really going to impact the roster whatsoever because they don't get a roster spot with that disabled player exception. So we're going to get into DeMarcus Cousins because we do need to seriously talk about that as unfortunate as it is for multiple perspectives. And then the rookie showing up to Tulane football, LSU football, and genuinely just having a really good time. But before we do that, we've got to talk about Postmates. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. For a limited time, Postmates... Is giving our listeners one hundred dollars, one hundred dollars, in free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app and use the promo code Locked On. So we got to talk about DeMarcus Cousins and the unsettling, unfortunate, really sad news that came out last week from multiple angles and perspectives. And, you know, look, everything's alleged at this point. There is an arrest warrant out for DeMarcus Cousins in Mobile in Alabama, which I believe he's trying to turn him, not turn himself in, but, but show up for. However, because of his surgery, he's unable to really travel right now. So overall, this, this is weird. And you've got to kind of keep it with that perspective. I'm just going to kind of lay out the facts what we know about it so that you're all informed not really going to pass much judgment on this since we're early in there other than this stuff in general but then we need to talk about some of the reaction to DeMarcus Cousins which that I'm going to pass some judgment on because it was pretty deplorable overall and I saw this from multiple people out there on Twitter uh, and even one person who uh, was a friend of mine kind of casually said it in conversation and it was like what the fuck's wrong with you anyway so the stuff with DeMarcus Cousins came out on TMZ that his um, ex girlfriend, who is the mother of his child, uh, recorded, videotaped a conversation they were having over the phone, where it sounds like he was trying to get his son to come to his wedding, the wedding that also had Anthony Davis there, because they don't hate each other, and that was just myths kind of put out by other people, besides the point that he wanted his son to be there at the wedding, I don't know the custody agreement, but the the ex-girlfriend said no, and she's probably in her right to say no, so with all of that, uh, he then proceeded to say, well, I'm going to put a bullet in your effing head. And threatened to kill her over the phone No matter what And we, look, it's allegedly DeMarcus Cousins It sounds like DeMarcus Cousins We don't have actual evidence It's DeMarcus Cousins Whoever was on the other end of that Is an awful person And deserves to have consequences from this The Lakers are investigating it The league's investigating it And should they find that DeMarcus Cousins Is the person who said all of this They need to come down hard Simple as that Hard Suspend him for the year Which he's already going to be out anyway Doc his salary during that time something. You need to have very real consequences that show this kind of comment, even if you don't actually mean it and you're not actually going to kill her and it's just something said in the moment of anger, is not okay to do. It's as simple as that. Now, the other stuff is a little bit Interesting. So with all of that, then she has filed a warrant um, for a restraining order, which I don't know if it was granted or not. And there says he's choked her before. Again, if this is all true, you maybe need to kick him out of the league at this point due to these actions off the court. There's no room for that. It is 100 percent unacceptable and no one should ever act that way. So, since that warrant was signed, they put out an arrest warrant for him. This sentence looks like it's, you know, potentially carries up to a year in jail. He's likely not going to do any jail time whatsoever. Now, the reaction from Pelicans fans about this, who for the most part don't like Demarcus Cousins, and that's totally okay. You don't have to like the guy. You can think he was kind of a dick on his way out of here and burned a lot of bridges and trashed the organization that you're emotionally invested in and root for. You can think all of that, and you're probably right in all of that. When you take. Uh, joy out of what's happening to DeMarcus Cousins, his child, his ex-girlfriend, and the mess that this situation is, Uh, You know, I think that's wrong. And I've seen a number of people basically be like, he deserves this because he didn't resign and he should have taken the money. You've got to separate those two things with this. DeMarcus Cousins deserves to have an arrest warrant out for him and whatever consequences come to him soon because of his actions off the court, because of what he said to the ex-girlfriend, the threats, and all of that. He doesn't deserve this because he's a dick on the basketball court that trash talks and yells at refs a lot. He doesn't deserve this because he didn't re-sign with the Pelicans. He doesn't deserve this because he trashed the Pelicans on the way out of New Orleans into signing with the, you know, at the time, the Golden State Warriors. You've got to separate these two things. None of those factor into this. He's going to get what he deserves based off his actions here, but when you start to uh, confound the two together, I see an issue with that and that's kind of dangerous. We don't want this to happen to people this child's life is kind of upended because of this more and it really sucks there's very real consequences of this and those shouldn't happen because he didn't resign here in new orleans for less money or the amount that you would have wanted him to see he wanted more money than the pelicans were offering him he wanted more money to do his job than what the pelicans were offering him and the pelicans didn't give it to him so he left That's fine. We all want more money to do our jobs. Look, I want more money doing the podcast than I do. I want more money at my current, you know, my full time job and the other side things that I do. Doesn't always work out that way, but there's nothing wrong with wanting that. And it doesn't mean he deserves to go to jail or you're happy that he's going to be in jail. Keep those things separate. You can dislike Demarcus Cousins. That's totally fine. I have no issue with that whatsoever. But when you kind of mix the two together, there's problems with that and you don't want to be that kind of person and I rarely want to like verbally admonish people over things but that's definitely one that I saw the reaction to this late last week that was truly horrible he can have issues he can be an obnoxious personality or have guy you know maybe trouble follows him doesn't mean that like he deserves this stuff that's going on with the ex-girlfriend with potential jail time because he didn't sign with the pelicans separate things he's gonna get what he deserves because that's usually how this kind of works out. Uh, And we'll see. You know, it doesn't sound like the uh, the consequences is going to be long time jail. Like I said, I don't think he's going to end up in jail over this anyway. We'll see how this plays out, and we'll certainly keep you updated as it progresses. So after taking last week off, we're probably still not back to five days a week, but that's coming sooner than you might realize, which means you need to subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. This is going to be a fun year. You want to be a part of it all. You want to be excited. You want your friends to get involved. Tell them about the podcast too. So subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts from finally let's talk about something happy and fun after that last segment that's zion williamson Nikhil alexander walker and jackson hayes making the rounds of louisiana football this was very cool to see i was over at the tulane game thursday night as they kicked off their football season with a big win by the way and during the first quarter first half all of a sudden i look over to the student section and they start chanting we want zion sitting there a little confused Um, in the stands and look over and you can see Zion Williamson out there along with Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander Walker hanging out with new Tulane head basketball coach Ron Hunter dude's got a lot of swagger and they seem to really gravitate towards this was really cool they just decided to take in the Tulane game on Thursday night there's probably other things that are more fun most Tulane students don't go to Tulane football games other than maybe the opener and even then this was cool to see Zion Williamson and the three rookies all hanging out just Being buddies and taking in a local thing. That was very cool. The student section was basically going more crazy for Zion than it was for the actual football out there on the field, but overall very cool to see them kind of just taking in, I don't want to call it local culture, but it kind of is, but kind of getting out in the community, showing how intrigued they are by everything. You'll probably see them at some Tulane basketball games this year. I think that team has been doing some practicing over at the Tulane facilities, especially because there are renovations going on at the Oshner Sports Performance and Practice, whatever the name is, the Oshner facility. Um, So overall, very cool to see. And then on Saturday, when, by the way, Duke had a pretty big football game going on in Atlanta, not very far from here, very easy to get to as they got trounced by Alabama, though, you could have easily seen Zion Williamson at the sideline for that, right? On the Duke sideline, being one of their more prominent alumni at a big, prominent football game for him. But No. They were over, the three rookies again, Zion, Hayes, and Alexander Walker, were over in Death Valley taken in the LSU game as they put the hurt on Georgia Southern, which everyone didn't beat Tennessee, Georgia State, uh, which was very cool to see too. Clearly, these guys like football and sporting events, and if you're young, 18, 19 years old, and you get a sideline pass to these kind of things, yeah, you probably want to go take that in. But it was very. It would have been very easy for these guys to not be at this sort of thing and just do something else. Getting to Baton Rouge can be a little bit of a pain. And they still wanted to go take it in, make these appearances really endear themselves with their fans, and it's very cool to see. You didn't see Zion with his alma mater over in Atlanta. You saw him up at LSU, and I think that's very awesome. These guys clearly know what to do to make themselves very popular here in New Orleans and embrace not just New Orleans now, kind of the state of Louisiana. Smart moves, whoever's kind of directing them to do these things, good for them if it's just what they wanted to do also and for going along with it, and a nice story. To see, you want to see these guys kind of out in the community, being fixtures, being involved in everything we did. We also apparently have there were some pictures taken of Zion Williamson heading into the boot by Tulane, uh, probably while the game was still going on. It was still daylight. I saw. Good for him. He follows the tradition of a number of former uh, New Orleans athletes that like to patronize there, um, or I don't know. And uh, Baron Davis was known for going to the boot when he played with the then New Orleans. Orleans Hornets Jeremy Shockey I saw in there multiple times um, and others those are the two big ones I I can think of Um, so Zion Williamson go into the boot as well following interesting tradition set beforehand very cool to see them just be 18 19 year olds awesome take this in this is a way to get really popular here in the city in the state that's what you want to see good for the Pelicans rookies so that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. We'll have more coming later in the week as we start to gear up for the NBA season, something like less than 50 days away now, maybe right around 50 days away. It's going to be here before you know it. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Tell your friends. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.